This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. What's going on, guys? It's another episode of Give Me Some Good News for myself, Nathan Caton. This is the podcast where we try and distract you from all the doom and gloom that's going on in the world and in the news. And just bring a smile to your face. That's what we're all about on this podcast. Good news, positive energy. Hope you guys are all well. As ever, I'm joined by the very talented Rich Wolfenden. How's it going, mate? Yes, mate. I'm all good. How are you? I, I'm all right. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, football's back. So it gives yes. me a reason to smile and be entertained. You know, and I'm not have to watch news or decide talk about something with my girlfriend. As much as I love her, but we've run out of stuff to talk about now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm just scraping the barrel of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when this podcast comes out, I don't know when it's going to come out, but tomorrow is the big game for you, isn't it? Yeah, tomorrow's, um, yeah. The mighty Brentford, come on you bees, um, away, at, away at the uh, the, the scum Ugh, that is Fulham. Um, it doesn't sound, you know, it doesn't sound like a, a big rivalry because like Fulham and Brentford, like we don't really, I don't know. There's, there's not, there's intensity, but it's it's a very middle class intensity. You know what I mean? It's like you know, our house is worth more than yours. Our house is worth more than yours. That kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's not really like you know. Rrr. Angry, aggressive chance about the square footage of their garden. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. square footage is shorter than ours. <laughs> Your square footage is shorter than ours. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that kind of rivalry, man. But even still, mate, uh, well, they're third, we're fourth for that. Come on, please. Come on, oh, get promotion. Big game. Um, wicked, man. Well, listen, let's crack on with the podcast. Today's guest, I mean, I'm not sure if any introduction I could do would do our guest justice. What I'm going to say is he is a household name in the comedy game. He is a staple of UK comedy he, you've seen him on TV on radio I could go on and on and on about what he's been and what he's done all I'm going to say is welcome to the podcast Mr Jason Manford yes hello how are you I'm good brother you alright yeah really good mate really good it's been a while since we, uh, we we gigged together well it feels like a while that we've any of us have gigged yeah exactly uh, <laughs> but, uh, but together even uh, crack even longer where, where did we do last we did um Rose hmm. Theatre in Kingston. I Rose Theatre. Oh, were we on that show? mad? And we were on like a mad set, weren't we? Like, they, yeah. didn't they have like Alice in Wonderland or something on? And we had I to remember just... there was a like astroturf called fake <laughs> yeah, rocks. It was like on grass, floor. yeah, on the floor. Yeah. And fake what? rocks. And I had to kind of just like manoeuvre my way around it. So. Well, it's one of those things, uh, Rich, where you sort of sometimes, as a comic, you, you obviously we're only doing one or two nights in a venue, but they might have a play on for six weeks and, and they've just got two nights off. And they want right. to fill it, obviously, for the theatre. But they don't want to take the set down and do all mm. that. So, they, And often when you get into panto sort of season, it's just too expensive to move. So they, they often ring and just say, look, would you mind doing your show <laughs> on our set? And, uh, and I was sort of expecting it, but I'd not mentioned it to Nathan. So he sort of turns up and was like... Yeah. What would you just do the gig on this grass, yeah? Like, in, indoors, like the Queen of Hearts behind me and the Mad Hatter's Tea Party in the background. But it was oh a great God. gig. I couldn't do my, my roly-poly finale. <laughs> 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 it, yeah, it was, it was weird, it was odd. But yeah, it was a lovely gig, man. Thank, thank you for yeah. having me on, actually, Jason. Pleasure. No, it was, great to, it was great to have you on. We, we, we used over 200 comedians on that tour. 
oh, wow. Uh, wow. for support, you know, over, over the over the course of the tour, which was lovely to sort of uh, nice for me because it, I get to see loads of different comics and uh, see different uh, people doing their thing, but also just nice for my audience who don't normally get to see comics they've never heard of, you yeah. know, v- v- various comics because they the people who come to the theatre to watch somebody off a telly are coming because they've seen somebody is playing in their theatre off the telly. They don't. Yeah. They're not the sort of people who necessarily will gamble on yeah. a night at a local mm. pub or a local club or whatever. So it's been great and a pretty much hundred percent success rate on 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 the comics we had. Everyone nailed it, and you know you were done by eight o'clock. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to watch your show. Which I say, mate, your show yeah. is very funny, mate. Oh, very thanks, funny. man. Yeah, thank you. It's been. I, I went on the telly last week and uh, mm. on BBC One last Friday night and. Uh, I was dead nervous. I don't know why. Because, you know, you've done it 300 times. Yeah. So you know it's funny. Yeah. And you know it's fine. But there's just something about people who obviously have paid a ticket to come and see you because they like you versus, you know, your your humour going out to just people in the living room who are just, like, flicking through the telly. Mm. And yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's this? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I was pretty nervous. But actually, touch wood, it got a, a nice response. And yeah, and also, in, in, in today's age of social media, where everyone's well, got an opinion, bloody hell, mate. Well, Gosh. i got to say, there was, a, there was I'd never thought about it because you just do your tour and, you, and you're fine. And I always say to people, if you find me offensive, stand-up is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm so, like, far away from the edge. I'm like, uh, you know, and you need people like me. You need a centre to have the edge. Mm. You know, you yeah, can't yeah. you can't have Frankie Ball without Michael McIntyre. Like, you need the two. Yeah. Because wh- wh- who's setting the parameters mm. here, you know? And, and also, it would be... I mean, I've, I used to get booked a lot when I was on the circuit with Jim Jeffries and Frankie and uh, Jimmy Carr and people like that because a crowd can't take a whole night of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, like, here's some horrendous subjects to do jokes about. At some point, they need to hear funny stories uh, about what the dad said and, and, and stuff you can get at Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is be open, by the way. Hey, good yeah, just it? spotted it. There's a queue. There's a bloody yeah. queue. Of course there is. Actually, it's our local one, yeah. Yeah, oh my God, it'd be, be open, man. Although you can order them from Iceland. Oh, it's not the same though. Is I it? know it's yeah. not, the not the same. I know it's not the same, but you can. There is a there is a Greg section. That's all I'm saying. If you were de- if you were desperate, it's like Greg's two point oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. I think this is also uh, the earliest we've started talking about food on this podcast. We usually get to about the halfway point, and then we start oh, talking about food. I'm never not. I'm never <laughs> yeah. not thinking about food. <laughs> Have you put on a few pound over the uh, over the lockdown? <sighs> My boobs have got bigger. If that's what you mean, yeah. that's where the weights yeah. seem to have gone, um, which isn't what I've really been looking to try and do. But uh, that face app has been doing the rounds again, hasn't it? So it's made my oh, uh, saw it face today, app yeah. a bit more yeah. convincing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, kind of horrific to see. Have you done it? Yeah, I've done it. The one that makes you like a, a, a female or older yeah, or yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And how do you, how'd you rate yourself out of 10? Like I probably would. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like pretty, I'm pretty fit as a woman. Actually, if it came to it, I'd say yeah. You know, not bad. <laughs> well, mate, um, you're here to uh, share some good news with us. Uh, yeah, put, put a smile on people's faces. So um, yeah, I'm gonna 
quite straight on. What, what, what do you have to share with us, mate? Right, well, I've got a couple of stories. I've mm. got one that is, uh, is that happened to me this week, which is sort of a double story, almost. Yeah. Um, but another one, which I saw the other day, so I do a radio show on a, on a, on a Sunday, and so I'm always having a look, and we, and we are very similar to yourself. We're a coronavirus, Boris Johnson, Trump, Brexit, free zone. Like we don't we don't need to hear those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to find the sort of daft stories around. Right? I found this one the other day, which I just thought, how massively helpful is this? A woman was decorating her house, mm-hmm. and she found a decades-old message hidden behind the wallpaper. What, oh, like painted on the wall? Yeah, it was written on the wall. So basically, the writing was on the wall behind the the, the wallpaper. Charlotte Morrison in London, she was redecorating one of her rooms when she stumbled upon this curious piece of writing behind the wallpaper. As she began peeling the layers, she uncovered a message that dated back 23 years. Wow. It, was, it wasn't just a random message or memoir of a previous occupant. The message was an actual solid piece of advice. <laughs> right? Essentially, it just read, if you ever need to wallpaper this room again, it takes eight rolls. <laughs> I bought just six rolls at £17 per roll and I didn't have enough and it really pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) That's quality. Isn't that great? I love that. How helpful is that? The foresight. DIY tips from the the previous owner. Yeah, Yeah, because if you're decorating, you're not moving, are you? So he's not even done it for the next (laughs) inhabitants. He's just gone, at some point this will come in useful. (laughs) And, you know, it's nicer than just seeing like, you know, I will kill again. Or like something (laughs) really helpful. What a lovely thing to do. He was called John. Sucks cock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, it was. um, It yeah, massively helpful. I think she she actually went on to say um, we'd actually been torn about whether to wallpaper or paint. We weren't sure what to do. I originally wanted to paint, but since finding the note. We've got we've gone with the wallpaper just on what yeah. this fella had written. You'd have to. I just think, I find that fascinating. What a, what a great thing to do. I love. We do the subject quite a lot on the radio show. Is is like mad stuff you found in your house from the previous oh, yeah. occupants. Yeah, like people have texted in saying they've found they found like like a thousand pound in cash. What? Uh, yeah, like thousands of pounds of cash. Uh, someone's found like weird sex toys and Polaroids and stuff oh. like that. That's an odd thing. Somebody messaged me to say that they once found an air raid shelter under their lawn, which they Whoa. then turned into like a gym office. Like it was a Whoa. whole new room that they didn't even know they had. Oh my god! Quality. Yeah, so That's so good. All we've yeah. got is like leftover tiles from the bathroom. No, no, yeah. I moved into a house once that had a pool table in the basement, and I was like, "Oh, amazing! Love that." And he went. He said, "Oh, you could, do you want to buy it?" Like, and I said. Yeah, go on then. And it was worth about 800 quid, this thing. But he said, I'll, I'll give it you for 200 quid or whatever, 200 quid. I said, yeah, right, brilliant. Thinking I was getting an absolute deal. Right. And then when I moved out, I was like, right, let's take that pool table with us. And the guys came down and said, oh, you can't, this this came through the window at some point, this pool table. So this can never, this can't be moved. So basically oh. the guy couldn't move it. <laughs> he couldn't move it and still managed to get an extra 200 quid off it. What a genius. Absolute snide. Yeah, he's, now the, uh, he's now the creator of Dragons Den. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> unbelievable, that isn't it? Unbelievable. What was in your house then when you when when you first moved in or your flat? What was in my flat? Oh yeah, yeah, gosh, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, just, I I got a stepladder in the garage. 
Oh, nice. Um, it's not nice, a cool table, but you know, it's pretty useful. <laughs> hey, that's, you'd be surprised how useful that'll come in, that the old step ladder. It, it does, because I've got a loft as well, so. Oh, there you go. And there they're expensive. Go. We tried to buy one recently. You're talking like 50, 60 quid. Yeah, a step ladder, not even a full ladder, a step ladder, <laughs> mm-hmm. sixty quid. And there's Impressive. a weight. There's a, there's a. This is quite depressing. My one that I bought got home and it said maximum weight fifteen stone. <laughs> now oh, I was God. like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like pre-lockdown, I'd have been right up that ladder, and now it, I'm a, it's a death trap. <laughs> <laughs> so the person who left this note, right? I mean, was the advice genuine? Because it could have been like a really cruel prank where. It actually, actually uses like 10 rolls and then you find another message going haha got you <laughs> it's a bit of a snide prank that you're never gonna see the outcome for though <laughs> yeah. you're just gonna be sitting in your house every day like one day yeah. <laughs> someone's not gonna buy enough rolls <laughs> do, reckon they, um, do reckon they've done the same everywhere else around the house like behind the tiles in the kitchen they've got like well, you'll need 40 tiles for this wall. Like, under the laminate flooring. Yeah, yeah under the kitchen <laughs> cupboards. Sort of yeah. Or just like, this was a nightmare to fit. <laughs> yeah. like, this fireplace was her idea. It's hideous, isn't it? <laughs> if you, okay, if, you, if you're going to move out of your house and you have to leave, like, any message for mm. the next occupants, what message would it be? Oh, uh, ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, what would it be? Question. I'd probably say, do not look under the patio. <laughs> just, to freak, like, just to freak them out. <laughs> Yeah. Do not dig up the patio. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's a good story, there, man. I like that. Um, there you go. Cool. Feel good. People have been very helpful. That's what we like to see. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen it a lot in lockdown. Like the kindness of people that's come out that you wouldn't yeah. have seen pre-lockdown. You know I mean? Oh, massive, massive! It's been phenomenal. I'm a bit of a you know. I like just getting in my house and staying in my house. I don't mm. really know the neighbours and stuff. And then gradually, you know, throughout lockdown with the clap and stuff on a Thursday getting to chat to them on a Thursday night and mm. uh, you know to a point now where we're you know we're, we're on the we're on the WhatsApp group for the street okay. and it's been honestly it was re- it's been really lovely actually really just getting to know the people who literally live the closest to me you know so what what goes down in the uh, in the WhatsApp group because we've got a Facebook group oh yeah ours. I'm on the Facebook group as well yeah. we've got one called helping hands Bramall which is where I live and right. uh, and that's been nice but what's interesting is so it's gone the next stage ahead, you see. So, for example, I call it competitive kindness. Oh, okay. right. I know what you mean. Do you know what I'm talking about? So this yeah. is when... So someone will go, uh, Be- uh, you know, Beth at number 44 is stuck in her house, she's vulnerable, she needs the prescription picking up, can anyone help? <sighs> like 42 messages. And everyone's like trying to... No, I'll do it, I'll do it, you know. And, <laughs> and that's usually fine, but sometimes it can backfire. So, for example... There was one that came up and it said this old fella was celebrating his birthday alone. He's, he didn't have any family. He was nine, 90, something like that, 85, 90. Could someone bake him a cake? So this is right in the heat of it all. And I, so I said, yeah, we're always baking here. You know, we, we I mean, only during lockdown. We're not, we're not <laughs> Paul Hollywood, you know what I mean? But we're not going to banana bread twice a week. And, um, and so I said, right, yeah, we'll do. Put, I was the first one on and, uh, and I've like got little... I'm competitive with a few. Do you know what I mean? Like right. there's a there's a there's a woman Cheryl. You just can't beat Cheryl. She's fucking, she's there. She never sleeps, man. Whenever a post comes up, she's in. And I'm, I've got to a point now. She's like my nemesis. She's like my kindness nemesis. You know, a thing will come up and then I'll read it. And my wife's like, "What's up with you?" I'm like, "Fucking Cheryl." 
<laughs> Cheryl. I've never met her. Cheryl got there first. Anyway, I said, I got there first. Yep, we'll do it. We'll bake a, a Victoria sponge and I'll drop it around uh, later on. Happy days. That was fine. But then loads of people were like, oh, I'll do one, I'll do one, I'll do one. In the end, it got to a point where they went, right, he's got... He's got 14 cupcakes, a Victoria sponge, someone done him a gingerbread, you know, and they said, oh, Jason, will you drop it, will you drop it round if you're dropping it anyway, will you drop it round? So I took it round to this 90-year-old man who's, you know, as you know, you get older, you've got a less uh, appetite anyway, he's got yeah, a, yeah. a stomach the size of a, a sparrow, and I, br- I bring these things in, like, cakes and stuff, I thought, if the corona don't get in, the diabetes will. <laughs> It's crazy. So, yeah, competitive kindness. I've noticed that a lot in this lockdown. Uh, but, it's, no, it has brought out a lot of good in people, definitely. Oh, I like that, man. Um, cool. Well, but, mate, what, what, what else do you have to share with us, mate? Well, look, I don't... You know, it's hard, in it, in this sort of era? You don't want to sound like you're, you're blowing your own trumpet and you're... But do you know what? I've, I was doing something kind this week myself. So I've been doing a bit of volunteering and various things throughout this uh, time, driving people around. Uh, and this week... Because uh, a, p- a few weeks ago, I don't know if you saw it in the press, but I, I-, I tweeted a-, a rejection letter from Tesco. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I'd applied <laughs> for the job at Tesco um, right at the beginning of lockdown. You remember when it was like, it felt mm. like we were going to war? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, right, we need 60,000 people to pick fruit. We need 40,000 shelf stackers. We need loads <laughs> of drivers and stuff. So I was like, one night I just applied for a load of, load of jobs. I thought, I'll just do it. You know, I felt a bit, like probably like you, know, if I just thought... What am I going to do? Like, no one's, yeah. you know, I'm looking at the list of key workers, like comedian, comedian, comedian. Like, we're not, we ain't on there, mate. We're not frontline. So I just thought, well, it'd be nice to feel a bit useful, I guess. And I just had my contract cancelled with the play I was in, and so I was feeling a bit down. So I applied for a load of, load of things, and uh, and then I got the rejection letter from Tesco, which I thought was quite funny because it was just, it was really matter of fact. And, it, and, it, and also, it was like eight weeks later, like, you know, like I'd, I'd moved on. <laughs> Um, I wasn't like when was Tesco going to ring you know and uh, and so anyway I I, I, I tweeted about it and then Iceland uh, the the supermarket rather rather than the country country. (laughs) you just don't know people like what I don't know how posh people are they might not even be aware Iceland is uh, is a supermarket yeah not the the country of Iceland the president himself uh, no the Iceland said to us um Look, why don't you come and do a shift for us? Come and do some deliveries to our customers and uh, we'll make a donation to a charity of your choice. Oh, cool. That's good. So I thought, well, that's good. So I left it a few weeks for the sort of press to die down because it was a bit crazy at the time with all the Tesco stuff. And I was getting a lot of people going, how dare you try and take a job from somebody who needs it? I'm like, well, I... (laughs) A, I wasn't, but B, I need it. Exactly. How, do you know, how do you know what I need? Like, I've got bills to pay. Like, you know. So, um, so this week it came around. It came around this, uh, this Tuesday. So I did my morning shift, went along to the, uh, the Iceland shop in Hyde in, in Manchester. Uh, I got fitted into the, uh, into the uniform. Oh, did you? Uh, no way. Got, yeah, got my own van. And, uh, yeah, and uh, loaded it up, all loaded up, and off we went. And we did sort of, you know, half a dozen deliveries. The first two with a photographer, which was a bit weird. Because um, <laughs> I, I like, also, you're knocking on people's houses, and they saw the photographer, they're thinking, am I the millionth customer? I'm like, no, no, this is, uh, <laughs> this is not for you. And, uh, and so, yeah, did some deliveries. And then the last delivery was, was to another, actually to another charity, a, a charity called uh, That Bread and Butter Thing, which delivers food to people who need it, you know, vulnerable people. Massive warehouse of people just 
loading food into packs and and then vans and vans of them delivering them to people who need it you know people who are financially struggling and and whatnot Mm. And so, yeah, drop it. You know, the Iceland drops a thousand pounds worth of uh, food off uh, to them as well, which was which was lovely. Wow. So it was, it was a really, Quality, man. yeah, it was a really worthwhile day. They made a very generous donation to a children's charity that I'm a patron of uh, up here in Manchester, and I also just got to experience, you know, what it felt like to to be important, <laughs> to be a key yeah. worker, <laughs> just for a morning. I felt like, uh, you know, when I turned up, people are dead happy to see you. Not because you're Jason Manford off a telly, because you've got their fucking food. Yeah, That's why they're happy. They're like, welcome. <laughs> you didn't have any complaints like, uh, where's my frozen salmon? Where's no, my- there was not. <laughs> <With my drinks. laughs> yeah, just me like moving like the, the pastry off my face. Mm, what? Was that yours, was it? Um, no, a fella did try to give me a two pound tip though. How did he? Yeah, he said, there you are, son. He was like an old man. He was. Like, he said, there you are, son. I said, no, no, it's fine. I, I don't really know the tax implications of tips. <laughs> I don't know. What, I, I'm like, do I, have to do, do I have to declare it? Like, I just couldn't be bothered going through that. <laughs> I was like, no, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, my God. Um, did you, did you keep, keep the clobber as well, the Iceland uniform? I've kept the T-shirt. Have you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my kept, God. Got, yeah, kept a T-shirt and the cap. Yeah. Make fancy dress sorted for all your future uh, uh, fancy Forever, dress always just turn up as an Iceland guy. <laughs> yeah. no, not Iceland guy, your key worker guy. Key, work, key worker guy. Yeah, I gave myself a round of applause this Thursday. <laughs> did, um, did, you get, did you get spotted? Did people recognise you when you turn up to the front door? Yeah, there was... Um, actually, funnily enough, uh, there was uh, a fella, the, one of the last ones I delivered to, and he sort of went, Jason Manford. I said, yeah, yeah. He said, how come you're doing this? I said, oh, I'm, just, I'm sort of helping out a charity and stuff like that. It's not, it's not, it's not gone that. Yes, you know, it's really, it's not, how bad, how bad not, things gone for you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he uh, he said, "Oh, I used to listen to you on on XFM." He said, "He used to listen oh, right. on, on X back in the day." And and I said, oh, "I do absolute radio now on a Sunday." And he said, oh, "I didn't know that." So I got one listener out of it. Oh, hey, <laughs> so, get him a range yard diary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, yeah, that was me. That was um, my good deed of the week. Um, yeah, that's, that's, mate, that's some quality stories we've had there, man. Um, it's been uh, busy, yeah. It's been a busy old time. Let me tell you one last one before yeah, I go. go Let me tell you another third story. Again, it feels a bit like I'm going, here's another great thing I did, but it's not necessarily <laughs> about that. I was on my journey in my Iceland van. Right. On the way to deliver this last uh, load of money to the, to the Bread and Butter Thing charity. And on the way, as I'm driving, this is only Tuesday just gone, uh, in front of me, a workman pulls out and bang, knocks over a cyclist right oh in front of me. God. Yeah. Cyclist goes skirting across the floor and he sort of banged his head bad, you know, bad like. And he got up and he's stumbling around. And people are trying to help him, but of course, social distancing, what are the ru- Everyone's confused. Mm. What's going on? And someone's nearby, but they're trying to like keep their face away and. Oh, it was awful. Anyway, I'd parked the van up because he was right in the middle of the road and uh, and I got out and I tested positive for uh, COVID. I had it back in March. Mm. And so, and I've been tested positive for the antibodies. Honestly, I felt like Superman. I come out of that, I, I was like Spider-Man or something. I come out of the door, I've got the antibodies, back away. I should have had a big A on my chest. I've got the antibodies. Get away. I'll do it, I'll do it. And, uh, just in Iceland. Yeah. yeah, how can I help you? And uh, anyway, managed to get him off the uh, off the road and onto the floor. And then some medics came out. There's a hotel football, Gary uh, Neville's place is right nearby. And a few mm. medics came uh, who were luckily had, having some social distancing medical conference or something. And uh, so they came running over to help. 
honestly, the amount of people who, even though we're in this difficult time with social distancing and COVID and all that, put their own health and worries to one side yeah. to help a human being mm. who they didn't know, mm. whether it put them at risk or not. You know, that people were very close. They were certainly less than the two metres. You know, there were a couple of inches to make sure this guy was all right with his neck and his head and his... You know, it, it really did... I just thought, you know, people... People are kind, you know. Yeah. Fundamentally, most of us are, have got a, a kind, uh, you know, spirit. I think, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and naturally, what happens is in the news and various things, we we only hear the negative. So, mm. uh, did you? So hear what, yeah, that was. A, what's that? Did, did you hear back from the from the cyclist? I did actually. Someone messaged me yeah, to say that it, that the ambulance came and he went off and he and he, he was uh, he was all right. Fortunately, because Iceland had given me a in the van Iceland gave me a load of PPE stuff the masks and the, the gloves and the things so I sort of went because all these people are so nervous I said here have all this so everyone sort of managed to put a mask on then <laughs> and gloves and the, and the things so it, it sort of worked out but um, yeah. but yeah no it was it was a weird morning <laughs> I thought you were, were going to say luckily Iceland had loads of frozen peas in the back so stuff going on his knees <laughs> yeah just pull out his head <laughs> yeah. I'll bring that lump right down mate don't worry about it <laughs> the slide yeah so no it was uh, yeah it was a good week a good Deeds, I think. Oh, well, all round. What we've learned from this podcast is <clears throat> not all heroes wear capes; they wear Iceland uniforms. Jason, thanks, man. I mean, brilliant, heartwarming stories. Kudos to you, you know, for for doing what you're doing, oh, bless doing you. the deliveries and stuff, man. Um, yeah, mate. I'll, but I'll get us you. back in the theatres. Hoping the theatres. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Goddamn it! Yeah. I mean, <laughs> doing deliveries can only go so far. I'm not a <laughs> um, Jason, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Pleasure, man. That, mate. Um, no worries. If people want to find you. Where can they? Uh, I I'll be at Iceland Hyde every Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm obviously on the on the on the Facebook and the uh, the Twitters and what. In fact, I will tell you what you can do if you come onto uh, my Facebook page or, or Twitter page from Thursday evenings. You'll have to come and do one actually, Nathan. Uh, mm. Every Thursday evening, we're doing a live streaming gig. Uh, we've got yeah we start this Thursday um, or next Thursday should I say we've got next Thursday we start on the 25th we're running for eight weeks uh, it's like four quid to watch the show um, uh, live stream this week we've got Noise Next Door Dana Alexander Tez Ilias and Rob Bryden um, yes great and we've got Russell Howard coming on John Bishop's coming on Harry Hill we've got comics from uh, from the States from Australia from uh, some places in Africa some places in, in Asia we've got people all over the world because geography is no limitation to us now because yeah, we're doing yeah. a, 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 these gigs so yeah you get to see some people you don't know some people you do and all in your living room for four quid so can't be bad can oh, it oh, I'll you that yeah, I mean, I know those comedians you mentioned, mate. That is, a, you're getting your your money's worth. Of four, that is a lineup, isn't it? Chase, <laughs> Number mate. one, eh? So Check yeah, that out. Check that so out come on soon as well, Nathan. It'd be great to have you. Yeah, give me a shout, man. Give me a shout. Nice one, pal. Um, I'd love to. Um, Rich, are you on Radio X this week? Yeah, Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, got the Radio X Indie Night coming out, and we've got another special Radio X Home Show, but I can't tell you what it is just yet. Oh, okay, mm. we'll keep our eyes peeled to your social media then. Exactly that at underscore Wolfenden on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Lovely, cool man. Um, as always, Nathan.Cason on Instagram and at NathanCason on Twitter. Jason, thank you very much again. Um, till next Pleasure. time, guys. Take care. All right, later. fellas. See you later. Discover more shows on the Sound Rebel Network. Like yesterday, today with Dan and Katie. Right, guys. Production meeting. Sorry, I know you didn't want to carry on with your days, but we need to make a promo. About the podcast? Yeah, about the podcast. Okay, well, it's a podcast. Yeah. We make it. Go listen to it. See ya. That's what I like that. Well, no, but... <laughs> no, no, no. 
Hi, this is Dan, Katie and Posh Ben and this is our promo yeah. for our show. I forgot the show. Yeah. Yesterday, today with Dan, Katie and Posh Ben. Oh, I reckon that's, that's, that's uh, the that one, That was terrible. Hello, this is Dan and Katie and this is our podcast called Yesterday Today. Where we see what's been going on in the world yesterday and we talk about it today. We also need to do the um, subscribe and share. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Review. Share. I No, okay. when you said share, I thought of actual share. Actual share. Like, that would be a reason for people to listen. We've got a podcast and shares on it. Anyway, this is Yesterday Today with Dan and Casey. Yeah. Search for us now on your chosen podcast app. Yeah. We'll get something slick out of that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday Today with Dan and Katie. Listen now on your chosen podcast app.